Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> I, uh. The lack of this Joe Batanz episode is not for want of doing this Joe Batanz. Uh. Literally nothing has really gone on. Little tiny things maybe here and there. But, um. It almost feels like I'm back in quarantine days. Like I do the same thing every day. And nothing really happens. I play video games and I work. Which I think a lot of you can relate to this. Uh... So, what I thought I'd do right now is because I'm sure there are things that we're missing. You know, that maybe there are moments that we're missing. So, I thought what, what we could do is a little bit of a brainstorm. And I may be going from one topic to a next. I could think of things that have happened. And maybe then tomorrow, because I have a free schedule tomorrow. Uh, no, actually, my schedule's very busy. I, sorry. I was thinking, oh, tomorrow would be a really good This Joe Batanz episode, because tomorrow I'm having coffee. <laughs> uh, Sophie says, that reminds her of Delilah. Yeah, hi, this is Delilah. And uh, Taylor wants Babalu to know he's thinking of you. And he thinks you're really great. And when you were fucking his wound the way it went in and out of the in the abscess of his body I feel Delilah's more ASMR so let me actually so I can ASMR this <clears throat> I gotta turn the gain up just this touch yeah and I'm gonna talk real low Babalu. you to know that when you take care of the dogs it turns them on you know when you make uh, what's the name of that dish they make chicken bog they make a dish called chicken bog and um One time, Taylor's co-host, Taffy, came by for some chicken bog, and um, Taylor, who usually is very friendly with Taffy, was upset that she was taking all the chicken bog, so he was uh, very short with her. This was during the pandemic. Anyway, let (laughs) let me put this back on. Lower the gain again. Oop, not raise it there. <clears throat> Alright. So what I was saying is... I want to work back... I know I do this in the show, but I don't want to have the pressure of the show. And I want to work backwards and see what's gone on. Like, And I'm going to talk about everything. Talk about everything that's been going on. Like There was drama last night and today, but... I, see, I don't know if it's worth talking about. So, today... Um... It's been like every other day. I woke up around 7. Went to Starbucks. Like I always do. And 
got my coffee. But it was a little different this time. So I got in... This is more of a story for this Joe Batanz, actually. But I don't know, like, Aiden and I are having problems? Are we having problems? I'm not sure. I don't know. And so last night, as I want to do, I sent, I wouldn't say a dramatic text, but I was just like a frustrated text message. One text message. I was just sick of the bullshit. And so <clears throat> this morning, uh, I said, hey, if you want to talk, I'm going to Starbucks. But he only called me for the last five minutes before he walked into work. And uh, it was a very unpleasant phone call, to say the least. Uh, to, to, to put a bow on that, we actually talked today when he got off work. That's actually why I was kind of anxious to get off the air from throwing down because I knew that he had gotten off work when we were when we were doing throwing down so I wanted to talk to him uh, we for the most part avoided the topic he brought it up at the very very end um, I think there's some healing to do but I don't know if it's worth talking about because it's not a complete story yet maybe we'll revisit it because it's one of those cases where I wonder am I the crazy person is he the crazy person are we both the crazy people I don't know and and also, I don't think you guys want to be bored with my... And But for the most part, we get along. This is just like a weird, serious discussion he and I need to have. I don't know if it's worth, like, worth bringing up on the show. And then I came home, and my dad... I'm just walking through my day. My dad had to go take the neighbor to get his... Like, drop off his motor home. So he did that, and I just played video games while my parents did that. And then they got back, and then I... I didn't eat breakfast. I had already eaten breakfast, but I sat there with him as I ate breakfast. My eyes are closed right now. Come around. I'm trying to imagine my day. Then after that, I did some work. I've been doing... What's really funny, and this is sort of the weird thing I've been going through, and I've talked about this with friends, is I've been in this funk, okay? I've been in this funk since I got back from Seattle. But the reason, and maybe a lot of you can relate to this out there... The reason it's very strange to me, when I had the Great Depression three years ago, I couldn't function. I couldn't podcast. I couldn't do anything. And on this one, I can function. And I would actually say I'm more productive work-wise. You guys may not see it, but behind the scenes, little hiring graphic designers, working with the graphic designers... Uh, ordering this, doing that, blah, 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 taxes, this, that. Not taxes. Taxes just sounded grown up. I've done no taxes in Seattle. But you know what I mean. is like taking care of business. And I've been really good at that. I have a to-do list and I get it done for the most part. The things that don't get done are stupid, like hang a poster or something like that. That doesn't get done. But, but work stuff is getting done. But everything outside of that is falling apart. Like, before I went to Seattle, and this was not to impress Aiden, because Aiden doesn't care what I look like. I was, like, going on walks and watching my blood sugar and just being super healthy. And since then, it's sort of um, been falling apart. Oh, Jordan asks, 
Does your productivity take your mind off the funk? I, too, find that work-wise I'm much better when I'm in a bit of a rut. Yeah, that could be it. I do think that... What's funny is... I do think that while I'm getting work stuff done, I do think the content has suffered a little bit. Um, I don't, maybe you guys have noticed, maybe not. Um, I'm just not... God, if I'm operating at 100%, I think I'm operating at 85% right now, or 80%. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, but... Um, I want to get that mojo back, too. But, you know, I was talking to Jay Ellis today. And we were talking about Drag Race. And he was talking about... I'll come back to this. He was talking about how when he was at After Buzz, he felt just like I did about RuPaul's Drag Race. It, it, it It was just dead to him. He just had no feelings about it. And he was upset that he had no feelings about it so he quit after buzz and he said immediately after quitting after buzz he started getting excited about drag race again and it was appointment television he said the problem though is that he it's back now to where he doesn't care about the show but he doesn't think now it's after but he thinks it's just a show there's just too many shows I was telling him about this. Now, this, I didn't suggest this. He suggested it. And I said I thought about it. I've thought about taking a sabbatical for like a year of off the drag race shows. Like, still doing my other shows, but not doing drag race shows for like, like, don't do season 14. You know, don't do, I don't know, something. So that I can, like, I don't know, revisit it later or something. I don't know. Uh, it's, um, because I, I think I've talked about this in the show. It's gotten to the point where I don't even hate the show. I just feel nothing. It's just, you know, there are people like, oh, I hate the show now. But nope, nope. Like, you know, when you guys, when some of you were talking about how Drag Race Down Under was so bad, I, I just have lost all, I have lost all sense of right and wrong. You know, the best thing I can compare it to is... When I've written screenplays in the past, you know, the the fun part is writing the screenplay. And then there's the editing process. And even that in the beginning is kind of fun and kind of interesting. And then you keep submitting drafts and they keep giving you notes, but you're not really changing anything. And then the script is all of a sudden just dead to you. It's just dead. It's just, it literally feels like it's just dots on a page. It doesn't mean anything. All the jokes are dead. The humor's dead. The surprises are dead. The turns of phrase are dead. Everything is dead. It's just dots on a page. And that's what it feels like for Drag Race re- for Drag Race right now is it just feels like it's just dots on a page. Like, I don't feel anything about the show. I don't get really excited. I don't get uh, upset about it. I, I Like, I used to be like, oh, I'm so upset. No. I'm just like, whatever. It's going to be the same fucking show. Like, you know, that's the thing. It's like everyone's like, oh, did you watch the the sneak peek? Or No. I'll watch it when it comes out. No sneak peeks. I used to still go on RPDR drama and uh, the spoiler section. No. No. So, um... Now, I, what's funny is, 
in most cases, I don't think the show that RuPaul's Drag Race recap has suffered that much. I think, but I think now it's just become a comedy show where we kind of talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, Jordan Darling says he feels that the show, I think he's talking about Drag Race, has lost its luster and I don't even podcast about it. Yeah, you know, actually, I don't know if Nathan talked about this on the air, but he and I did have a conversation. I don't, again, I don't know if it was on the air, off the air, pre-show, post-show, whatever, where he's sort he, he just by doing down under he saw that when you watch the show to talk about it to recap it it doesn't um it it it, it is exhausting and he was just exhausted after only like 8 episodes of drag race down under and that you'd lose the fun of it because you're you're paying hyper attention to it in a way that drains your energy State of Brie wants to know if Drag Race Espana... Nope. Nope. Drag Race Espana is not exciting to me. I feel nothing. It's, it's, it, again, it's not a bad... It's not a bad feeling. And it's not... But it's not a good feeling. It's just... It's literally a job. My job is talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. And it feels like a job. What's funny is I think in some ways... It's good for me. You know, because I used to take things very personally about the show. Like, we read that thing about Pizza the Hut, and I just didn't care. <laughs> like, like you're going to listen to the show, you're not going to listen to the show. Um, and, and if you like All Right, Mary, part of me thinks that that, that, that mean comment was from a... I've, I, that Literally, that's the only mean comment I've ever seen, because I, don't, I avoid it. Again, that was another t- conversation that Jay and I had today, was we, I think in talking about that comment, it was that, like, look... I also recognize that whatever horrible comment I get on iTunes, the queens, all the queens, get it much, much, much worse than I do. Much worse. Oh my god, a a gazillion times worse than I do. And I'm lucky in that, for the most part, people just say the horrible things about me on iTunes, and I can just, for the most part avoid that but you have the queens people are sliding into their dms and saying horrible things to them and jay and i were talking about though because they're in in a lot of ways it's like well why are they because like we, we were using jan specifically is that jan engages with the audience and like guys stop saying this and and you know whoever said this why is it like jay made a good point was like you've just given these trolls reason why they should continue saying horrible things to you because they know you're going to react. If you just ignore it or block whoever does it but don't ever comment on it, they'll stop because you're not giving them their attention. But if you retweet them or you respond to them or you do whatever, you're giving them the energy that they want, the energy that they need to survive, the oxygen. And uh, so, yeah, so I just don't read the iTunes reviews. <laughs> just that one I saw call me Pizza the Hut and um, how horrible the show is. Um, but so, but in a way, being numb about it, it has uh, again in a weird kind of way released me. I don't, I don't, whatever. <laughs> go listen to all right, not all right, Mary. Or go listen to Race Chaser. Go listen to another uh, show. Um, so what were we talking? I was, I was, t- I was going through my day. So then, um, 
I got work done today. Just like, let me see. So you can, I have a list somewhere, but, uh, I got that done today and then, um, had lunch and, um, then, uh, went back upstairs. My work for the most part for today was done. And then I played Fire Emblem, a quick Fire Emblem update. I think I'm now officially sick of it. This is my, I'm on my, I'm about two thirds of the way through my third playthrough. Two thirds of the way through my third playthrough. And, um, n- but now I'm, I think I'm done with it. But so I'm just going to finish the playthrough and then I'm going to take a, a very, very, very long break from Fire Emblem. That, thank God I have Breath of the Wild to take my mind off of it. And, um, uh, but I played that today. And, uh, I was playing that game. No, I was playing Breath of the Wild, actually. When Adam Burns, uh, I saw his face pop up on my phone. And I was like, oh shit, the fucking show. So then I answered it and I told him, I'll be right on. And I turned off the machine, the, the system. And then I, uh, rushed over here and then we recorded throwing down i actually thought it was a pretty good episode for like literally because usually before an episode i like to any episode even if it's just five ten minutes often want the reason i'm playing a song is it serves multiple re- purposes one it's a great way to kill time let people who want to join the stream join the stream but also it lets me like um sort of like meditate in a way and get amped up for the show, but, um, I didn't have that chance, but I think actually the show was pretty good, despite that. Throwing down is always a good laugh, and then after that, I talked to Aiden, it was a quiet, but calm phone call. Um, he did make, I can't remember what the comment was, some snide comment about Oh, because I said, oh, sorry about the unpleasantness this morning. And he was like, well... And then he just snicked, like... Well... <sighs> okay, we'll talk about it tomorrow. And then hung up. Um, Raymer said, my key lime pie looked divine. Uh, thank you. Uh, guys, I have to tell you something. I said it on the show. Uh, that recipe is very simple... And to make a pie that looks just like the one I made it would not be terribly difficult. Uh, it, even for a novice cook, um, I don't think it'd be terribly difficult to get a pie that looks like that. It wasn't. It wasn't very hard. And actually, I guess Adam Burns just doesn't like key lime pie because it was very good. It was very, very, very good. So, um, and then. Uh, yeah, played video games after I talked to Aiden, and then had dinner, and now here we are. Uh, yesterday, you said, but but my yesterday was very similar to today, apart from the drama very late at night. Like, I woke up, I went to Starbucks, um, I uh, I woke up, went to Starbucks, then I came home, I talked to Aiden. I played video games. I don't know. Yesterday was very... Mondays are always productive. Super productive. So, um, Monday, yesterday was very, very, very productive. And then I was done in the late afternoon, around 5, and I played video games. I played Breath of the Wild, actually. 
the whole evening up until about 11 p.m. And then I went to sleep and I left a, a snarky message for Aiden on his phone because he was working late. And uh, then we fought about it this morning. Um, but that those have been the days. Those have been the days. Uh, Sunday, I didn't go anywhere. I was not supposed to hang out with John Paul, but we had casually talked about hanging out. I just, I literally, because I didn't work on Sunday, stayed home and played video games the whole day. Saturday, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why, like, you're like, oh, I'm missing all this content with this Joe Batanz. That that would literally be this Joe Batanz. I woke up and I played video games. I'm trying to change that. I'm working very hard to change that. And like I said... I'll probably record this Joe Batanz episode tomorrow. Because tomorrow we have a lot going on. Tomorrow, I'm having coffee with uh, Republican of the show, John Arts. Then immediately after that, I have my therapy session um, with my therapist in person. Uh, and then after that, uh, I come home. And very quickly after that, my cousin Richard who's a week younger than me and gay. He's coming over at three to hang out. He'll probably stay for a couple hours, two or three hours and go home. And I'll probably record uh, this Joe Batanz right after that, telling you about my day. I will have done stuff during the day, but I promise you, I promise you in the past week or more, nothing much has really happened. On Saturday, my, my parents had people over and they watched a movie on the big screen. They got a big giant projector, gigantic. Um, not the projector, but a projector screen. And it's inflatable. It's like 30 feet high. And they watched In the Heights. And that wasn't even my... That was the most exciting thing that happened in my day, and it wasn't even my party. So, you guys aren't missing anything. I wanted to sort of brainstorm, give you guys something. I'll probably actually even just release this as some sort of, like, here. Here's something. Um... I felt guilty, so that's why if you're this Joe Batanz tier, I'm sorry, executive tier. In fact, let me tell you this now, and you don't know this. If you're executive tier, we talked about this on Discord, I have released to you all the shows that were exclusive tier and expensive tier, formerly Fat Camp, in 2020. And it's actually quite a fair bit number of shows. Uh, there was a show. I don't. Maybe you guys even remember what these are. The exclusive tier people might remember what these are. There was a show called The Pig Crew. What was The Pig Crew? I don't know. Then there was Fat Camp. Then there was Cuckoo Bananas. Um, I think there were like I don't. I don't know how many episodes of Cuckoo Bananas there were, but there were Cuckoo, Humble Pie's creation, Cuckoo Bananas. Uh, that was exclusive tier. Then we had Genius Parade, which I thought I had released to the all the afterthoughts, but no, it was only an exclusive show up until today. And then Hallmark Homos, which I had assumed was also released to the public, but no. So you have Hallmark Homos, all of Hallmark Homos. You have the first eight episodes of Genius Parade. You have Cuckoo Bananas. You have Fat Camp. Uh, you have um, Pig Crew. <laughs> what that show is and um so that's my way of sort of saying sorry the past you know three or four weeks i haven't really been on the ball with this show but we will change that in the future but for now enjoy the content thank you guys so much for being here and uh you'll there will definitely be a this job but i record tomorrow because something happened to me 
All right, we'll talk to you guys later. I'm going to go play video games. All right, goodbye, everybody.